What up, y'all? It's the most misunderstood podcaster out there, Ernest. Or you love Ernest, same guy, different name. And I'm back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. So, let's get on to the first topic. As I stated last week, during last week's episode, if you already haven't listened to that, then, uh, Feel free to press pause on this episode and go back and listen to that or listen to it after you listen to this episode. Whichever method you decide to do in regards to listening to both episodes, I appreciate it either way. But anyways, I stated last week that I was going to talk about this topic because one, I just felt that it was it was overdue. Uh, a much overdue discussion needed to be had about um, the listeners of this podcast um, and the feedback that I've gotten. Um, and when I say feedback, I really mean criticisms, not actual feedback. Now, it's not, when I say criticisms, it's not me just saying that out of, oh, well, fuck what you think type shit, even though it's still kind of fuck what you think, you know what I'm saying? Like a a lot of this shit that, uh, the misconception at least that people have about what I do over here on this podcast and the things that I say, but Again, I just felt that this was a much needed discussion simply because um, it's about me. It's about the podcast. And um, why not? Why not be open with my thoughts and some of the things that people have stated about what I talk about or things that I say here on the Earnest Thoughts podcast? You know, so I just figured, hey, let me do it this week. And this is definitely not going to be the last time you hear me discuss myself. You know, I'm always talking about other topics. And yes, there will be other topics in this in this episode. Um, The timestamps of those other topics will be posted below, like every episode ever of this podcast. Um, so you don't have to worry about having to sit through all this if you don't want to hear me talk about myself. But if you do, I appreciate it. Um, but let, let's get on to the perception uh, aspect. One of the things that I hear a lot, um, hear a lot meaning that I, I see people say, because no one's actually ever said this to me via conversation about my podcast, but I have seen this. Uh, quite a few times people bring up uh, the aspect of conspiracy theories (laughs) yeah Uh, or considering me a conspiracy theorist right I don't think I've ever really discussed a conspiracy theory on this podcast. Now I've brought up conspiracy theories in the sense of well, Russia Gate. 
you know, that that was a proven conspiracy theory, which I'll bring up later on when I talk about this topic. Uh, so probably in a few minutes or so. But uh, I don't think I've ever really had a, a an actual topic of discussion that was based on a conspiracy theory. Now I'm open for it. I'm open for it for sure. I just think conspiracy theories are fun to discuss when you discuss them with people. I want guests to come on and we can talk about that or if they have any conspiracy theories or, you know, if there is somebody who makes podcasts centered around conspiracy theories and they want to come on and promote their podcast or they got a book about conspiracy theories, they got a movie. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the guest is, if they want to come on here and maybe you are someone who is of that and you want to come on here and talk about it. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. You can DM me in either avenue or send me an email. All of that will be in the description box below of this episode. And that can be found in the bio of this podcast. Um, Hit me up and let's talk business. If you are of that or if you're not, you know, and you still want to be a guest on this show. Um, but I remember this, I remember somebody who, uh, you know, who, who listens to this podcast, um, and he was sharing the, the, one of the episodes out, um, I forget which episode it was, um, it was around the time I started making a joke of this is not the podcast for uh, about finance, but it can be about romance, you know. So <laughs> a couple months ago, basically. Um, and when this uh, listener uh, shared the episode, someone who followed him was like, hey, let me go check this out. And let me check out the, the, the podcast, basically, or this episode. And once they finished listening to that episode, once again, it was not about anything financial. Um, because the person who, who follows me, he is more so into uh, financial stuff, stock market, and things of that nature. So I take it that a lot of other people who follow him are in that realm as well, um, because, you know, they, I guess they tend to, uh, follow one another, or just people in general, you know, who have the same interests, whether they know that person or not, uh, tend to follow people who have the same interests on social media, you know how social media works, so that could be the case with you and whatever your interest is, either or, this individual, uh, the second individual, not the one who follows me, but the one who, uh, doesn't follow me then comes back and responds to the guy's tweet and I'm involved in the tweet as well of course because it's it's uh the guy's original tweet had you know had my my Twitter name in it as well uh he mentioned me and said tweet the guy who listened to who followed that guy comes back after listening and was like 
I listened to this podcast or this episode or whatever this podcast and was thinking that I was going to get hear things about financial advice or just anything of that realm. But all I got was he said something, something, something else and uh, conspiracy theories. Now, again, that episode, I want to say I believe I talked about, um, I think I was talking about Joe Joe Biden's uh, allegations or something. It had something to do with the presidential run. But for some reason, Hillary Clinton's coming to mind for some reason. Um, and Bill Clinton, in too. Either or. The episode was was not clearly about um, financial, anything to do with, with finances. The podcast, the Ernest Thoughts podcast, in the description of the podcast, or the bio of the podcast, <laughs> nothing about it says, hey, this is a podcast about the stock market. Now, granted, it says life in general, but... When I'm talking about life in general, this is one of those times when I'm simply not talking about something that is relative to politics, pop culture or pop culture. This is what I mean. In the bio, it says politics, pop culture and life, a weekly podcast about those three. Any of those, which means any of those three topics can come up on the Earnest Thoughts podcast. And I put life because life can be anything, once again, that is outside of the political uh, sphere or something that went on in pop culture that I felt needed to be discussed. You know, like people coming on and talking about theories they made up, like people coming on and promoting their book, like people coming on and and just introducing the world or the listeners. I'm going to say the world because, you know, yeah, I am listening to in more than one country flex, but not very much, but still a flex. Anyways, the world and just telling them what they do and who they are and introducing themselves. This is life shit. Hence why I say life. And sure, somebody can eventually come on here and talk about the stock market. You know, and that would be, still be considered part of the life. But in no way, shape or form am I saying in the bio or in that episode, the description uh, of that episode. Did I say that this was a podcast or this episode in particular? We're talking about the stock market. And then all I did to this person was talk about conspiracy theories. Now. Here's another thing that branched off of this idea of conspiracy theories. Again, I'm not saying that I'm opposed to talking about conspiracy theories, but I the 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 one or two times that I'm thinking about thinking about when I brought it up on when I brought conspiracy theories up on this podcast, I let it be known this is a conspiracy theory. And that hasn't been the case, I want to say, since maybe 2018 or sometime in 2019. 
All I know is this entire year of me filming the Earnest Thoughts podcast have not been conspiracy theorist based at all. And I never went a full year since the inception of this podcast in 2017. Have I made an entire episode? I think the one episode when I talked about it was the whole Black Spiracy episode. That was what, 2019? I think that was that ha- probably is the only episode where I dedicated an entire segment or maybe an entire episode. To a conspiracy or at least talking shit about conspiracy theories. Now, again, I'm not saying I'm not opposed to it. I don't want anybody who is into that stuff to listen to this right now and and, and think I'm downing it. Or I'm saying don't associate me with conspiracy theories or conspiracy theorists. But my problem is, here's my issue. Is when people use that title to discredit something that I said on this podcast or discredit me in general. Because when they're not saying it in the sense of, oh, I, this is how I categorize the topic. They're saying it to discredit something that I said. Now, in that episode, again, where this financial guy wanted to hear some advice on the stock market and shit from me. Somebody who's never went on this podcast and said that he was an expert in all of that. What he was uh, in that episode, he he heard me talk about Black Lives Matter. And something that had to involve uh, Tara Reid and... um, Joe Biden and what was going on in the political 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 sphere. You know when I start stuttering like that, my mouth is dry. So let me take a sip. Nothing of that. Nothing of the conspiracy nature. And the thing is. He's not the only person. I'm not just attacking him. I doubt he's listening to this now because, again, he, he he thinks every podcast in the world should be about the stock market. And if you're not a podcast about the stock market, then you're not worth listening to. Cool, he can have that opinion. Just don't go telling other podcasters who ain't got shit to do with the stock market, who have zero to no interest in the stock market, telling them they should talk about the stock market. No, podcasters should talk about what they're interested in. And if that is the stock market, conspiracy theories, politics, pop culture, life, whatever the topic of discussion is, you should talk about said discussion. Why would you host a podcast, create one, host one, in order just to talk about shit that you don't want to talk about? That you're not interested in talking about. Why would that make any sense? Anyways. Not to get sideswiped. That dude is not the first dude to to, to uh, basically say, hey, you know, you are 
uh, what 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 you're saying bothers me. So I'm calling it a conspiracy theory. I'm saying it's not real because I don't want to believe the truth. What y'all need to understand is the truth is the truth, whether you want you want to believe it or not. And calling things a conspiracy theory because you don't want to believe it is literally the same as Donald Trump screaming fake news when they're reporting something that he actually said or actually did or something that he's actually guilty of. Literally in the same realm, just a different name. You say conspiracy theorists. He says fake news. You're both saying the same thing. What you're saying is you said something that I don't want to believe is true or I don't want the truth to I don't want others to believe that it is true. So I'm going to call it this name to discredit it and discredit you. And um, as the uh, title of this segment suggests, you got me fucked up. You got me fucked up if you think that you simply just calling the facts that I spit here or simply just the opinions that I share a conspiracy theory simply because you don't want to believe it and you think I'm going to shut up about it or I'm not going to say things or for the simple fact that I'm going to go back and forth with you because when that dude made that comment all I did was laugh and I said to him thanks for listening to the podcast and reviewing it Boom. That's all I'm going to say. You listen to this podcast, you t- you take whatever you take from it. You listen to the episode, you take whatever you take from it. All you're going to get back from me is a thanks for listening. I'm not going back and forth with you on some this is factual, this not. Th- because the truth doesn't need me to prove it to be true. You know what I'm saying? Why am I going to waste my time and talk about this is actual statements from this individual or this is actually true that went down? You know what I'm saying? I think I brought up the Flint water crisis. That actually happened. The fuck you mean a conspiracy theory, dude? If I'm spreading conspiracy theories talking about the Flint water crisis... So is all the news outlets that you pay attention to. So why is it wrong for me as independent media to then say, hey, this is what happened. But the mainstream media can say the exact same thing, or at least report on it. Because they ain't saying the shit I'm saying, but they're, they're reporting this stuff that I'm reporting some of the time. Um, but you don't look at them and say, well, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, and all these other places, y'all are, y'all are spreading conspiracy theories. I don't want to believe that America would fuck over and own uh, a place like that, uh, like the, their own city or their, uh, uh, a place in America. Like I wouldn't want to believe a governor would intentionally cause harm to, uh, his, his or her constituents simply because, 
um, they don't want to uh, pay for more plumbing because they want to save money. Like I said it, like I stated before, just because you don't want to believe the truth does not make the truth any less true. Just because you want to believe a lie doesn't make the lie any less of a lie or make the lie the truth. Don't let these little hippies get it on your head thinking the truth is whatever you want it to mean. Nah, fam. There's reality. And for anybody who got it fucked up, that's what I talk about here. Reality. And again, I, I, I am more than welcome to have conspiracies on here. But like I said, that stuff is more fun and interesting to talk about with other people. To me, at least. Maybe you could, so, you could just talk about this stuff uh, to your listeners all you want. Because like I said, there are podcasts based off of conspiracy theories that are doing really well. And are really interesting. And if that is your thing, you should check out those podcasts as well. But over here on the Earnest Thoughts Podcast, if you came over here and you saw that guy's review. And you're thinking, uh, when is he going to ever talk about conspiracy theories? Number one, I'm willing to do that if that is something that it would, uh, you know, is asked of me to do by one of y'all, the listeners. No one has ever come to me and said, hey, I think you should talk about Uh, this conspiracy theory or conspiracy theories in general so guess what because nobody said that I never looked into it unless it it was something that I felt as though I wanted to discuss because I wanted to have a topic to talk about so uh, that's one aspect that y'all got me messed up about uh, when uh you listen to this podcast. Yeah. Number two. Um, predictions are not based. My predictions. And no one's predictions really. But my predictions are not based off of what the outcome that I want. Let me say that again. My predictions. Predictions that you're hearing from the prediction God himself. Me. Me are not based off of outcomes that I want. What I want to happen and and what I think or believe will actually happen are most of the time two different things. Most of the time. There are very rare occurrences to where it's like I want this to happen and I actually think it will happen. Whenever I predict something you know, within the world to happen. I bring this up because earlier on this year when I was talking about Donald Trump is going to win, that was a prediction. One that did not come true. But there's a reason why I spell prediction God, G-A-W-D and not G-O-D because Sometimes I'm incorrect, like the spelling of God in prediction God. But when I am correct, it is God-like. Hence why 
the name Prediction God. So, me earlier on saying I think Trump was going to win, even though I pretty much had to clarify what I meant by that, and I did clarify that this is not a prediction based off of a want, but what I believe is to to be true. Simply because I said that does not mean, once again, that that's what I want to happen. Now, you're going to have idiots, regardless, who are still going to believe that's something that I wanted, or for any other prediction that I make on here, or in general, and going to say things like, oh, you just want it to happen. No. I'm not using some damn superpowers of, of, um manifestation and and all this other stuff and oh don't don't put it out there in the universe because be careful for what you say and I'm using those powers to actually work out the shit that I want for myself mainly but what I'm not going to do is lie and say things are going to be fine when things are not going to be fine what I'm not going to do is say, hey, I'm going to vote for the guy or I, I think the guy that the populace wants to win is going to win if I don't feel that way. Now, if I do, if or when I feel to do, uh, uh, do feel that way. Yeah, I'm going to say that it's really that simple. It's really that simple. You know, but I really want to make this segment to just let people know. Uh, and again, this is not the last time you're going to hear me discuss this on this podcast in general. There's going to be times where it's like I'm going to discuss not only just myself, but the perception, I guess, of said podcast, of this podcast. Because if I just let the people out there say what they say. You, you you messing up my bag, homie. You know what I'm saying? I might turn off to a couple people. And if I'm going to turn people off, let it be because of me, not because of you. Because of something I said. Something I said or did. Not because of something you said or did. I'm not going to allow someone else to sully my reputation. I'm a sully by reputation, right? But yeah, I just had to address that... Uh, so that's just something to get it out the way. Check, you know, once again, um, pretty simply put, predictions are not wants for the most part. Uh, so whenever I predict something to be the outcome of something, um, if I don't make it clear that that's, that is an outcome that I want, it is safe to assume that that is not the outcome that I want, but what I believe is going to happen anyway. That's number one. Number two, um, do your fucking research. Like, do the simple shit. If you are interested in stocks and bonds or knitting or cooking or whatever, again, these are subjects that I would not mind talking about or having a guest talk about on this podcast, but guess what, these are things, well, cooking is something I'm really interested in, but, you know, I, 
this is I think that stuff should be reserved for visual things and this is a podcast not you know a YouTube channel but anyways um you know stocks and bugs and knitting and stuff that's cool that's cool but these are things that I personally don't talk about on the daily or uh, show any interest in on the daily or weekly basis therefore I'm not going to talk about it when I record these episodes but do your research look at what the podcast is about heck look at the title heck look at the thumbnail My th- that thumbnail did not have a picture of some fucking I don't know. The New York Stock Exchange. <laughs> Some white guys snorting coke. Some white guys in a suit. Some hedge fund kids. Uh, like none of that. But here you go, listening to said podcast, thinking that was what you were going to get into. Nowhere in the in the description box did it say that. Nowhere in the title, the thumbnail, the bio of this podcast said anything that was that alluded to stocks bonds stocks and bonds and hedge funds and, and financial reports and, and all that and the Dow Jones and all that. Granted, maybe you 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 saw the word life in the bio of the podcast and thought, well, my entire fucking life revolves around this shit. So therefore he's talking about it. But guess what? You're not the only person in the world. Just because your entire life revolves around stocks and bonds and scamming niggas doesn't mean that everybody else's life revolves around stocks and bonds and scamming niggas. Like I said, life could be anything that is outside of the political sphere or pop culture, but it also could be a part of that as well. Just keep in mind what you consider your life is not applicable for every other life in the world. I know uh, you like to scream all lives matter, but they all lives really don't matter to you. But over here in the Earnest Thoughts podcast, if you're going to say something, whether it be Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, you better mean it. Because if you don't mean it and you're just saying shit, you're getting called out. Simple as that, we're going to get into the next topic, Um, and as always, topics are in the description box below, so you'll know what the hell they're talking about, so there should be no confusion, there should have been no confusion back then when he made that stupid ass comment, but there should definitely be no confusion now for anybody listening to this and thinking, what is he going to talk about, what is this podcast about, I tried to be as specific as possible in the bios, in the description boxes, in the titles, in the thumbnails. But if you're still confused, this is not the podcast for finance, but it can be about romance. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> we'll be back. Alright, so this topic I wanted to talk about the aspect of nobody's perfect. The quote that everybody says when they want to either excuse 
the wrongdoings someone else has done or the wrongdoings they themselves have done. Nobody is perfect. Now, I get it. I get the sentiment when it's done in an honest, genuine way because it is correct. Either way it's done, it's it's correct. Nobody is perfect. You're absolutely right. We're not asking for perfection, though. And when I say we're not asking for perfection, I'm talking about in the case of a politician, um, more so a president, but let's just say any politician in general. Um, And when I say we, I mean me this time. I don't know what you asked for. Maybe you do want the perfect politician, whether that be the president, uh, perfect president, perfect governor, perfect mayor, city councilman, woman, whoever, right? Um, state representative, house of representative, whoever. You might want the perfect individual. And if that's you, then that's you. You know, me, I don't want the perfect I don't expect them to be perfect, but what I expect them to be is someone who has morals and somebody who is at least decent to good and competent at their job. Now, why am I bringing this up in the the case of politicians or the president? Because one, I'm not talking about finances. And two, um, it's because this is something that I'm seeing a lot of the people in my life who want to subliminally throw shots at me (laughs) and try to get me to... uh, Uh, Well, I won't say throw shots, but I will say subliminally trying to get me to view Joe Biden and Kamala Harris the way that they do. Obviously, they are praising them and they uh, know that they haven't been perfect. Once again, there goes that perfect word. But they haven't been perfect in the past, especially in regards to black folks here in America, African-Americans, whatever you want to call us. And as long as you it's a nice name. Um, Yet they use that. The 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 old there they they aren't perfect, but nobody is. Um, Line to try to get people to say, huh. You're right. I was so hard on Joe. I'm so hard on Kamala. Joe. Joe, I'm sorry. I'm like so sorry. You did it, Joe. I'm sorry. That was my... (laughs) That was my Kamala calling Joe when uh, she found out that they actually won the most votes in Joe. Uh, became the president-elect or whatever, and she became the VP-elect, right? But uh, nobody who thinks for themselves is going to listen to y'all constantly say, well, nobody's perfect, and go, huh, 
you're right. Damn. I should really ease up on Joe and Kamala. Nobody who thinks for themselves is going to say, huh, you're right. You know, maybe I should forget the past and maybe I shouldn't hold them accountable for the things that they said they were going to fix. Even though I have yet to see them actually say that they were going to fix these things or say that they apologize for the past. Joe did apologize and said it was a mistake or bad decision. And then he tried to say, but so-and-so, all these black people signed off on it. Kamala, whenever asked about her situation and her prosecution record, uh, she dances around and talks about how important um, black voters are, you know? That's not necessarily, I don't know what land y'all live in. That's not an admission of guilt. That's not an apology. If you say to me, Ernest, there was something you did in the past that really hurt me. And I just want to know, A, how do you feel about it now? And if, uh, and are, and are you going to do anything to rectify said mistake? And all I said was, well, you know, your feelings matter and what I think you should do with those feelings is to continue to express said feelings. Would you accept that as an apology? Is that me admitting that I did something wrong? <laughs> if that is, then shit, let me know so I can just get that shit out the way so I can get the apology out the way. Because in my world, that's not an apology. But if that's an apology in your world, then hell, let me let me get this apology off right now. Let me know, shit. <laughs> Anyways, nobody is perfect. I get it. I understand it. That does not mean we nobody simply because nobody is perfect, nobody should be held accountable. Not being perfect does not mean being able to avoid accountability. Because if you say that, then you then what you're saying is the only people who should be held accountable are people who are considered perfect. And if nobody is perfect, then you're saying nobody should be held accountable. You see the mental gymnastics y'all do with words? Words matter. That's something I've brought up plenty of times on this podcast. Words matter. You can't just be saying things because it sounds good. If you truly believe that nobody is perfect, cool. You can believe that. I believe that as well. Here's where that's where we agree. Where we are having a disconnect is I don't think that people, because they're not perfect, should not be held accountable for the shit that they said or done. I believe that we all should be held accountable for these things. Perfect or not. So you trying to get me to ease up on Joe, ease up on Kamala, because they're not perfect. And they say they're going to do something, saying they're going to do something. Again, I'm going to put me and you in this situation. Whoever you are, you could be someone I actually have wronged in the past. Or you could be a total, complete stranger. But let's put us, I'm putting us in this hypothetical situation. Yet, Once again, if I wrong you, 
and you come to me and you say you 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 wronged me. You did X, Y, and Z. And I say to you, this is what I'm going to do to rectify it. But I never do it. Did I actually do anything to rectify the situation? Once again, (laughs) if that answer is yes to you, let me know right now someone in my past so I can rectify the situation by simply saying what I'm going to do to rectify the situation, but not actually doing what I said I was going to do. Come on now. Come on. You got to be smarter than that, people. I understand Joe saying this one thing. I understand Kamala saying one another thing. They speak English. I understand English. I understand what they're saying. That don't mean I'm just going to sit and say, well, I heard them they did. I heard them they that. Which, again, a lot of the apologies and a lot of the plans you all saying they said they were going to do, they never said. And when I ask y'all to prove it, it's, oh, it's out there. And when I look out there, it's not out there. Oh, just go on YouTube. I, I, I went on YouTube. I went on Google. It's not there. And you can't provide the information yourself. Why? Because it's not there. You played it and you made it up in your mind that that was true. Because you don't want to question either of them. Because anybody but Trump, right? Anything's better than Trump. Sisters, brothers, if that is what you came up in your mind, that's how you live it. But here's another thing I constantly bring up on this podcast. I choose to live and deal with reality. Even if the reality that I am living in or dealing with or discussing It's not a reality that I want to live in or a a reality that I want want to be true. That does not take away from it being true. As I stated in the first segment. The truth is still the truth, whether you want to believe it or not. Whether you want it to be the truth or not. Now... You can change truths not by lying to other people, not by lying to yourself, but by actually, by actions, actually doing something about said truth. If you don't want the fact that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris basically using black folks to get into office, if you don't want that to be the truth. You can either A, vote them out, or B, hold them accountable so they're doing more for black people rather than just using us for for votes. It's, It's that simple. Hold them accountable. Push them. Will you have luck with that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna say that you will. But for the simple fact of the matter is, you're doing something about it. You're doing something about it to make the truth about Kamala and Joe the truth that you want to be. You want the truth about them to be that they are actually presidents that are going to do for the black community. So that means you're actually going to push them to do these things. 
Not sit around and say, at least we got them in the house. Let's take pride in that. Not sit around and accept them for saying things like, oh, it's it's black women. Y'all, even though when she was on the campaign trail, it was me as a black woman. Now it's it went from me to y'all as soon as she got in the office. If a Joe is black Americans, he want to stomp. He want to he want to hit the table. He want to black America. <laughs> he want to beanie single on Breakfast Club. You do not have the authority to speak on. You do not have the authority to speak on black Americans. I know blacks. They voted for me. All right, Joe. Uh, me as a black man because I didn't vote for you don't have the authority to speak on black Americans, but uh, you do. Okay. Anyways, perfection does not mean, or lack of perfection does not mean lack of accountability, people. Get that through your head. Also, when people say that there's another reason why they say that. They say that because they're trying to deflect when when they say you, nobody's perfect. Because I've, I've seen far too many people, once again, those who are in support of uh, Biden and Harris. Seen far too many people say, well, you haven't been perfect in your life as a way to try to once again shame people into not talking about the imperfections of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris what listen here me being a fucking scumbag in the past me being a fucking thief Sure, these things fucking suck. And no one should be these things. Does not equate to two individuals who use their platform, their influence, to intentionally fuck over the lives of many people. Black people especially. But many people in general. To gain for financial gain. Or because they're fucking racist. I can tell you whatever I did. Whether I, I ended up hitting somebody. Physically beating somebody. Or hitting somebody. Whether I stole from somebody. Whether I talked shit about somebody. Cheated on somebody. None of these things were for money. None of these things happened to a mass gathering of individuals. And ruined the lives of individuals. These things happen because, yeah, I was a shitty individual. And there's no taking away from that. That does not mean that when I see other shitty individuals, I should shut my mouth. Because with that logic, y'all are not perfect. And all y'all did for the past four years and still now shitted on Donald Trump for his imperfections, his many many imperfections so why aren't y'all living by your own logic well I'm not perfect so I can't live by my own logic (laughs) 
Okay. If if I and others who criticize Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are not perfect beings. If we're wrong for doing that, then you're wrong for criticizing Donald Trump and any other Republican or person that you don't like because you're not a perfect being as well. Some of this shit that I'm guilty of, you're probably guilty of as well. Probably even worse. Even if I have done worse things than you, you've probably done some fucked up shit, which means you're not perfect as well. Which means that you should not be talking shit about Donald Trump. If I should not be talking shit about Joe Biden. If I should not be talking shit about Kamala Harris. You shouldn't be talking shit about Candace Owens. You should not be talking shit about uh, uh, was was Mike Pence. I was about to call him Mr. Gay Conversion. <laughs> you shouldn't be talking shit about him. Period. Okay? It's, it's a two-way street, people. Don't be using these corny ass lines on me. Subliminally trying to throw shots at me because my critiques, my critiques challenge your your mindsets. The whole deflection shit don't work on me. We gonna talk about the issues at hand. If you don't want to talk about the issues at hand, don't address me in in any way. Don't address me. Don't be forward with your address, meaning don't address me personally, but don't address me subliminally as well, because I'm going to pick up on it and then I'm going to talk about it. And you just going to be sitting here looking goofy, you know, but I wasn't, (laughs) but I like your earnest. It's just, and I like that you like me. And I like you too. But what I don't like is when you try to hold me to a standard you're not holding yourself what I don't like is you when you try to shame me into not doing something because it challenges your belief system or what you want to be true other than that I like you I like you especially if you're listening to this podcast you're alright with me my guy my girl but stop doing that what you're doing right now is not it's not what any adult should be doing for sure but it's not what any person should be doing if you're gonna hold me to a standard hold yourself to the said standard and also understand people not being perfect does not mean that they should not be held accountable for whatever they did that needs to be held accountable for and stop thinking that holding people accountable is always a bad thing Because if you're going to be anti-accountability, that means you're going to have to be anti-accountability for everything. Which means if you're taking pride in getting Joe Biden into the White House, if if Joe Biden says he he taps the table and he says it was black people who got me into the White House, he's holding black people accountable for him getting into the White House. So if you're going to be anti-accountability when it comes to being bad, uh, some bad shit, you're going to have to be anti-accountable all across the board. You can't be picking choosy with what you want to be held accountable for and what you don't want to be held accountable for. Because if that was the case, you're going to have to give that same credence to criminals. Some rape, some mad rapists going around here raping motherfuckers, but then they end up 
uh, one of the other crimes they did was, was, uh, I don't know, jaywalking. And they say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to be held accountable for all these rapes I did, but you can get me on the jaywalk and I pay that fine. You know what I'm saying? I do that one night in jail. I do that weekend in jail for jaywalking. But for this other shit, nah, nah, nah. I'm choosing not to be held accountable for it because that's the type of world we live in where we can choose what we can and cannot be held accountable for. Be careful what you wish for, people. That's another thing I brought up. But anyways, that's all I got to say within this topic. Stay tuned. We're not talking about finance. But if you want to romance it, we can talk about that. Alright, so last topic here, we're going to talk about infighting within the left. Yes, left on left crime, and I love it, I love it, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) People always want to talk about, what about black on black crime, motherfucker, what about left on left crime, alright? What about progressives versus corporate democrats, let's go, That's, that's the violence I want to see. That's the crime I want to see out here. That's the crime I want to see skyrocketing. Alright? And if you want to know what side of the fence I'm on when it comes to the gang, progressive gang all day. Gang, gang, gang. Anyways, for real though. So, what is left on left crime? Um, it's when ALC rolls up on Joe Biden and pop, pop. Nah, let me stop joking. Let me not make jokes like that. It's when the AOCs, the Bernies, and all the progressives who won on election night and, uh, you know, who are still fighting, um, are basically telling the corporate Dems like the Joe Bidens, uh, the Kamala Harris's, the, the, uh, you know, the Hillary's, the Obama's, the everybody else who idolizes them and is a corporate Democrat. Um, when they tell them to actually do shit for people, basically, um, and to be more of a progressive leader rather than one who is about the financial gain because you have the corporations in your pocket, um, and therefore you're going to do for them as they do for you. You know what I'm saying? That kickback you get. Um, that's basically what is describing it, you know, uh, the, the way that I'm describing it, obviously AOC and all the other progressives within this, uh, quote unquote socialist Democrat movement, whatever y'all want to call it. I think that's a corny ass name for it, but whatever. Anyways, titles, I'm going to probably talk about that, uh, maybe next week, but I just think that the titles people give these things are very, y'all don't know what y'all doing when y'all just giving these titles away, um, and basically detail what exactly these titles are for, 
Uh, just like how if you call somebody a conspiracy theorist simply because uh, they're saying something that you don't want to be true or they're saying something that you want to discredit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the same goes when when they call Bernie a socialist and uh, Alexandria uh, uh, um, Cortez uh, uh, associate uh, a socialist as well. Um, you know, it's just it's just to discredit them and to make them look as bad as possible, and so people can ignore the facts or ignore what they are saying. It's literally the same thing. Um, it's yeah, it's on the same line of calling something fake news when you don't want uh, people to look into the truth of said news or said information that is being shared. But the infighting that's going on, um, I'm seeing people obviously already caping for the Democrats, uh, the corporate Dems, and attacking AOC because she is verbally saying, yo, um, y'all niggas ain't doing shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving her more of a slang language, but she's saying y'all niggas ain't doing shit for the people. Uh, we elected y'all y'all niggas need to do shit and they're not doing it and now people are saying that she needs to get out of here people are saying things like oh she is going to cause the loss in 2024 even though if Biden actually does stay on as the president and doesn't leave and let Kamala uh, run the show uh, you know, um, the loss will still be on, whether it's Kamala's loss or Biden's loss, the Democrats loss will be on because once again, they thought they can get away without actually doing shit for people, for the American people, not just for their voters, but for the American people, you know, um, and that's why they will end up losing again. And if Donald Trump ends up running in 2024, he will win again. I right, this is a prediction, God, that based on if he wins, though. I mean, if he decides to run, because uh, I kind of think he's not running anymore. Uh, but if he decides to run again because his low ego and shit, you know, um, fragile ego, I get, I, I'm gonna put it. Um, and he, it's because, and if he does run again, he will win. And and that is because, once again, his supporters are going to be, you know, going out in droves as they do. Because um, he got more votes this time around than he did 2016. So I don't see his votes ever decreasing if he was to run for office once again. Um, what I do see is another dem loss because they're gonna run on hey let's not do donald trump again hey i'm not donald trump remember back in 2020 yeah we're not donald trump vote for us instead of actual policies that are for the american people not for the american companies but for the american people like universal health care you know, something of uh, unconventional basic income, you know, UBI, um, 
you know, or anything that is actually like canceling student debt, free college, you know, um, or at least free tuition, um, you know, things that are actually going to help the American people, not the corporations that make profit off of exploiting these, uh, the American people and then the politicians who are in the corporation's pockets getting money to, uh, not do anything to fix these issues. These are the things that I talk about on the Earnest Thoughts podcast, and these are the things people call conspiracy theories, not because they're actually conspiracy theories, but because they don't want these things to be true. They don't want me saying these things. Because these are things that are not actually... And first of all, calling things a conspiracy theories. If you're going to call something I said a conspiracy theory, for anybody out there who's thinking of using that to describe this podcast, better let it be... It, it better be true. Because this is this is... True as in I'm actually discussing a conspiracy theory. This stuff that I'm talking about is not a conspiracy theory. It's facts. AOC is talking about it. And not saying because she's talking about it and Bernie's talking about it and all these other progressives are talking about it does not mean that it makes it true. But you're not saying that they're they're talking about conspiracy theories when they bring it up. But when little old me bring it up, it's a it's a conspiracy theory. It's 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 not fact. Someone else does it. You can recognize you don't acknowledge what they're saying, but you don't deny it either. Anyways, as far as the infighting goes, of course I'm with it. Now I know there's people who are like this is how, like I mentioned, there are people who are saying this is how the Dems are going to lose because they can't get along. Well, there's a reason why the infighting is happening in the first place. It's not out of some jealousy. It's not because um, AOC and Bernie Sanders and all the other progressives are just naturally uh, people who want to fight and uh, combative individuals. It's because they have a moral stance on something and they see that the Democratic Party, the people in their party who claim to be about these things or claim to be about the people are not for the people and the people who are actually for the people are not shutting up about it. That's why there is a disagreement within uh, the, the, the left. As you see with the right, what's going on with the rights, and you don't see much infighting going on, the only type of infighting you see is when Donald Trump is going off the rails as he did for the four years and not doing things the way that they want to do it. And that's the infighting you're going to see when a Republican goes off the rails and does things that he wants to do. Instead of listening to party members. For the most part, they are all on the same page. Because they're all about exploiting the Americans. Causing the divide. 
and maintaining status quo. So you don't, you're not going to see people who are on the same page to maintain all of that fight. And not to say Donald Trump wasn't about maintaining status quo, but he wanted to go about things his way, not their way. And that was the infighting you saw the Republicans do. But since he is, as of after you, as of you know, twenty nine, twenty twenty one, and after January, of course, when January come, he is no longer in the office. So therefore, for the next four years. You're not going to see any infighting within the Republicans. So the infighting that you see now is not going to carry on to 2021. Unless somebody actually from that side speaks up and says, you know what? I don't like how we're doing things or how we've been doing things and decides to go off the rails. I don't see any other candidate being that on the right, from my knowledge. Now, if you're knowledgeable about, uh, uh, a Republican candidate being that let me know let me know who that person is and if there's someone who's actually trying to do good definitely let me know but I don't see that happening therefore you're not going to see the infighting last any longer than the rest of this year in 2020 when in regards to the conservatives the Republicans to the right but to the left, oh yeah, you're going to see this happening, ha- uh, going on beyond 2021, 2022, 23, 24. And if the Repub- and the, I mean the Democrats don't get their shit together by then, you're still going to see infighting within the left, but you're not going to see it happen with a Democratic presidency. As I stated before, there's a reason why there's infighting. It's not because AOC is and all her socialist friends are naturally combative people. They just want to be argumentative. It's because the party that they are a a part of claims to be about claims to share the same values they do. But actually don't. You want to know what the real conspiracy theory is though? Since y'all want to talk about. All he talked about is conspiracy theory. The real conspiracy theory is. Y'all who voted for Joe Biden. Thinking you can push him progressive. That's the real conspiracy theory. Where's the proof of that? Because the moves that are going on right now are clearly showing the complete opposite. Them pushing out Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren out of the 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 White House and discussions of everything clearly shows we ain't listening to these uh, progressives. We use them, we use their fans to get in the White House and then we are going to abandon them. So tell me, how are you going to be able to push them to the left when they just pushed two of your faves to the side. Tell me how you're going to do that. You don't even have a foot in the door. At least Bernie and Warren had their foots in the door. 
until they got their entire bodies kicked out. But at least they had foots in the doors at one point. So you're telling me you who don't have any political footing in the door is going to be able to do something that two politicians, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, who actually had footing in the door, could not do. That's push not not only Joe Biden, but the rest of the corporate Democrats to a more progressive mindset. Okay, good luck with that. I, I, I like that confidence that you have in yourself. But confidence can be delusion. Well, nah. Don't get confidence mixed up with delusion. I think you're pretty delusional. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope that you actually achieve. The things that you say that you are going to get them to achieve. I hope that the people who out there who are out there in Philadelphia uh, with the Black Voters Matter movement and and just all over the country. I hope that they actually are able to push Joe Biden, a man that they helped get into the White House, to the left. I hope that all of y'all who voted for him and said, because you are going to be able to do that, you're going to have an easier time in doing that than you would a Donald Trump. Or you would rather vote for somebody and try to gamble on pushing them to the left and actually vote for somebody who is already there. <clears throat> Howie Hawkins. A man you didn't have to twist his arm in order to get him to make decisions that are for the American people. Not just for his constituents. Not just for if there's anybody in his pocket. But for the American people. Which would be his constituents if he was the president. But I meant like for the people who specifically voted for him. You know, the only 32,000 of us who voted for him. If Howie was like, I'm just doing something for Ernest and everybody else. I would be like, I'm flattered, man. I'm, I really am. And I love the VP pick. Love the VP pick. Angela Walker. Angela Nicole Walker, to be more exact. But I love that woman. Love that woman. Y'all, y'all, y'all need to check her out for sure. Y'all want to talk about support black women. And, oh, well, you know, once again, back in 2016, it's let's get a woman in the White House. Jill Stein was that woman. 2020, it's y'all need a, 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 a y'all need to listen to black women. Y'all need to elect black women in in these high office positions. 
Here is a full black woman, not a black woman who want, only want to claim her black side when she wants something for black folks. But then when she got, gets what she wants, she's back to being either the Indian woman or the non-racial woman that she is. The more the white passing woman that she has lived her life to be. Yeah, we're going to talk about how uh, mixed race people, or biracials especially, not on this episode, but a lot of them love to live that racially ambiguous life they bask in that shit and so they can go in and out of their blackness Mm -hmm, that's something we definitely go and talk about not on this podcast uh not on this episode but definitely on this podcast Mm, yeah i might want i might write about that too anyway stay tuned for those topics but shout out to uh Shout, shout out to Miss Walker Howard Hawkins once again. My president and vice president picks. But again, that's instead of getting mad and telling AOC and telling all those other progressives, stop it, stop it, stop criticizing them. You're making them look bad. Please. Oh, it ain't us that's making Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and, and, and all the other corporate dims look bad. It's themselves. It's their actions. We're only calling out what we see. We're only going against what we uh, see. Them. We're only going against them when we, when we see them say or do something that is uh, against what we stand for. And against what they claim to stand for. Uh, be against I mean and what they claim to stand for too because Kamala was clear that she wasn't doing shit for black folks Joe was clear that he's not you know um, gonna be for Medicare for all in fact if it came over my desk I veto it remember that Nobody's perfect, but hey, I'm, he he fucked you over. You should. Nobody's perfect, and you know, you being black and not seeing black people who not only continue to get the Democrats into the offices, whether it be at the you know the 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 most public office, as in a president. Or, you know, just a little state rep or whatever, a mayor or whatever. Black folks are doing it. We don't get nothing in return once again. And I saw something earlier, you know, this is earlier on this year. Someone was like, uh, when when we get uh, Joe and uh, Kamala in office... The black people who didn't vote for them uh, should not reap any of the benefits that they they w- will uh, do for black people. I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, none of us are going to get rewarded because they ain't doing shit for us. The fuck? I'd rather vote for somebody who was actually going to reward black folks than to vote for somebody who wasn't going to do it in the first place. But you but lied to you and said that they were. None of us at the end of the day. I don't know why you taking pride for. 
at least the person that I voted for, whether they lost or not, even if they did lost, had an actual plan for us. Your person didn't have a plan for us and you still gave them the vote and you're claiming that they will do something for us even though they either made it clear that they won't do something for us and also have stated that they would turn down the chance if presented to them to do something for us. What? And then you hear all that and you still say, have my vote? Stupid as hell. That's dumb. But let's just say by the off chance. Joey and Cammy actually do something for black folks. Hell yeah, I'm still going to uh, get my just do. Why? Because I'm black. It ain't based off of, okay, let's look at the names of the individuals who voted for us. And reward them. How the fuck is that America? Now you can say, well, how is it rewarding black people, uh, just black people, um, Americans or just African American, uh, African Americans? Uh, how is that America? The same way other groups have gotten reparations. America can aid in the reparations of Jewish folks in Germany, people. In other groups, but they can't pay the African Americans in America, the black folks in America, basically. But you can help pay for what went down in Holocaust Germany. Even though if America was like, hey, we fought on your side, what are you talking about? We got to pay y'all. We got to help pay y'all. We helped free y'all. If America was on shit like that, I would be like, huh? <laughs> that's that's a scumbag shit to say, but they are right. They helped free the Jews. Now, it wasn't on some moralistic shit, obviously, but they helped free the Jews. By fighting against the Germans. They and again, it wasn't because it was the right thing to do. It was because of alternative motives because that's how America gets down. And the reason why we as black folks haven't gotten reparations is because of, um, you know, underlining alternative motives. It ain't because, you know, well, we don't want to single out one part of Americans and and not do for the rest and then motherfucker implement UBI just give us a little some some more for our UBI not even a little some some more a lot some some more when you implement it on the, the when when that UBI comes to the African Americans here I know I'm going all over the place and I'm getting hungry so I kind of want to end it off but the infighting, all I'm going to say here is the infighting on the left is going to continue as long as you, A, have the people in power over at the left purposely ignore, purposely ice out the progressives of the democratic movement. And when you have those 
who are of the corporate status quo base purposely coming at AOC and the Bernies and stuff and insulting them, calling them socialists and insulting them and all this other stuff, right? And lying and taking movements from the Green Party and saying, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. This is what we're going to do. And then solely up the, the, the movements still in the movements, not giving credit to where they got the movement from. Not giving the shout outs to the creators of said movements. And actually not doing what the actual movement is. The Green New Deal that you see Joe Biden uh, pray, uh, talk about is not the real Green New Deal that the Green Party came up with. That's the real Green New Deal. I suggest y'all look that up. This is not conspiracy theory talking. This is facts. This is stuff you can look up that is factual. You could look up conspiracy theories, but conspiracy theories tend to not be, tend to not have an actual answer or you can find more than one answer. Why? Because nothing has been proven to be true. The shit that I talk about is proven to be true. For the most part, this situation I'm talking about right now within the Green New Deal, you can look at the clear differences between what Joe Biden is calling the Green New Deal and what the Green New Deal actually is. You can actually look up the origins of the real Green New Deal and see how long the Green Party has been championing that the Green New Deal. Let me tell you, it's been lasting longer than 2016. This is shit you can look up. But no, you don't want to look it up because you don't want your 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 viewpoints and your thoughts to be challenged. What you want to believe is true is what you want to believe the truth to be. And to discredit what I got to say, which is the truth. You want to call it conspiracy theories. Motherfucking yikes. Anyways, that is the end of this podcast. That is the end of this episode. Not the end of the podcast, but the end of the episode. I will be back next week. Um, Oh, let me look on the calendar real quick. You know what I'm saying? You're going to hear some awkward pause. You might hear that plane go by. I don't know, but let me look on the calendar real quick. Because... Am I? Yeah. Okay, so Thanksgiving is... Or Native American Heritage Day, as my calendar has it on here, is on the 27th. So that's not next week. And that's on a Friday anyways. Uh, So, I'm good. Will I record that Saturday? Yeah, I'll record that Saturday. Anyways... The podcast is not ending, people. Uh, But this episode is. So, if you listen to this episode of the Earnest Thoughts Podcast, I appreciate the listen. For real, for real. Share this episode out with everybody. Whether they are a conspiracy theorist or not. Or they believe in conspiracy theories or not. Because someone needs to learn the truth. 
But definitely spread this uh, episode to somebody you know who would love to hear this episode, who is about the truth, who is about the things that I speak about. Definitely let them know about what is going on. Subscribe to the podcast if you're not already subscribed. I do this weekly, like I said. I'd really appreciate that. If support for the podcast can come in many ways. Financially, which is always great. Hit that support tab wherever you're listening to this podcast. Any amount is appreciated. I know they have specific amounts. Um, if you click any of those amounts, that's that's great. You can hit up the PayPal and the Cash app that will be in the description box below of this episode and every episode of this podcast. Any amount shared to me there is greatly appreciated as well. You can become a patron. Becoming a patron will grant you not only the video versions of these episodes, but extra episodes of this podcast, the Earnest Thoughts podcast, and the My Two Cents podcast, my other podcast. You'll also get the video version of that podcast as well. So extra content and exclusive content for this podcast and my other podcast is what you get when you decide to become a patron. Only $10 a month. Even if you're just a follower of this podcast, you'll get the extra content from uh the My Two Cents podcast as well, and vice versa. All that for $10 a month. These are things you can do to support financially, to support freely. That's greatly appreciated as well. Simply sharing the podcast, sharing the episode, spreading the word about it. These are things you can do. And subscribing. These are things you can do. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black, stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter, LGBTQIA, Lives Matter, Trans Lives Matter, Black Trans Women Matter, Black Trans Men Matter, Black Women Matter, Black Men Matter, and You Matter. And I'm out. Peace. Thank you.